Blog Talk Radio. This is the show that has hosted everyone from Sugar Ray Leonard to Keith One-Time Thurman. This is Tough Talk Tonight, brought to you by Heavy Bag Boxing. Welcome to another episode of Tough Talk Tuesday. I'm your host, Lucas Biggers. Alongside me will be Sakura and Rob. And this week we have special guest, El Maestro Mauricio Herrera. How's it going, Herrera? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Oh, not bad at all. Uh, great fight this past weekend. Um, very close one, and uh, I will say it was hard to judge. Um, but judging like that is, is definitely unacceptable, I would say. They missed the mark by a lot. Uh, a fight like that being scored what it was has to take some wind out of your sails, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, uh, it wasn't a, a much of an exciting fight. Um, you know, I tried to make it the best I could to, to make it exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I had a long layoff and then I think, uh, Ali's, you know, was actually a year layoff. Uh, you could say, cause, uh, the Munguia fight was not really a, a fight he was in. So, um, yeah, not, not much action by either of us. I was trying to push action. Uh, he, he chose to box. Um, but you know what? It was, it was a fight that was. Not all action fight. It was a close fight to judge, but I, I did feel I took that fight by a round two. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a close fight. Um, I think yeah. he controlled the range really well. Um, it, and a loss like this, I mean, obviously you said you thought you won the fight, um, and there's been times in the past like that us, uh, along as other media, have seen you winning and you don't come away with the fight. Um how do you stay motivated and hungry after, you know, this just keeps happening to you? And would you consider yourself the most robbed fighter in boxing? <laughs> yeah, you know, I never even thought about it like that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's true. It's just, um, it has happened a lot in my career. You know, it's my style. You know, I'm not a hard hitter. But, you know, the funny part is, is I'm not a hard hitter. But, but for some reason, a lot of the fighters that are big punches, uh, don't choose to exchange with me. I mean, Ali's in a, was in another weight class above me, <clears throat> has more knockouts, but yet he chose to hold and run, you know, mm-hmm. which um, has happened in a lot of my fights. I mean, Danny Garcia as well. I mean, for a lot of a lot of that fight, um, he did a lot of running. Um, so, I mean, my, I don't know if my style frustrates him. So, I guess, you know, I'm in a lot of close fights, and... And yeah, you know, I do. I do feel I've been robbed plenty of times, but uh, I don't know how I stay motivated. You know, I make the love of the sport. I keep going, but um, yeah, I'm just just used to it now. By now, and I just, I, I, I you know, I was pissed for a while, but you know, and then now after this fight, I, I kind of don't care. I'm just, I'm just gonna keep on boxing and, and and hope for the best because if I sit and cry about it, I mean, nothing will really get done. Life is not fair. I know that, and I know, and I, I live my life like that. Like, you know, I don't expect anything. I don't expect anything to be fair. So, I, you know, and and that's just how I care myself. Yeah. And I mean, I, you said yourself. I mean, you're not one of the hardest punchers in boxing. But even when you show that you can build damage, like you did against Garcia, I mean, you you bloodied him up. Um, it it didn't really help in your favor either towards the judges and. Uh, it's it's just it's sucks to see that. I mean, yeah, you know, and and, the, and I just want to say there was a lot of things at play here that I didn't really like as well. I mean, um, the ju- the the referees, for instance, uh, in this fight, uh, really, you know, had me pissed off watching the fight again. And the funny thing about that referee is in the back, in the back room, you know, he gives all the rules and sets and what he's gonna do and his commands and stuff. So I tell him, like I tell the ref, okay, I, I work off the road, but what do you think of that, you know? Uh, and also I told him, hey, if we're clinched and he holds me and one arm is free, I know I'm allowed to punch, right? Yes. Will you break us? No. If you're punching, you can continue to fight. I'm like, you won't break us because I know the referees they'll break you too fast. Now, if you watch the fight, the referee broke us immediately every time we touched each other. Even when there were times one of my hands was free and I was beginning to do work, he would separate us. I mean, I don't know if you could see it in my face in the fight. I was just getting frustrated at that, and so I was not. So I, so it was for um, uh, Saddam's, Saddam's 
plan was, I guess it was to, you know, box and run and move around. So it worked in his favor with that referee. You know, that referee was, when I was able to get inside or tie up and do some more shots that I usually do or frustrate, uh, inside shots, I was not able to do it. I mean, it was immediately, didn't even give us a couple seconds to work out of it. It was just immediately stop, break, separate. So was, that was a big part in the fight that the, that helped in his favor. And I don't know um, that's the way the referee, uh, the way he refs, or, or what was that play there? Yeah, I'm not sure. I did notice that, though. Um, that sucks to see. But uh, got some other writers also on the line with us here, and I'm going to actually hand you over now. Uh, Sakura, whenever you're ready. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Mauricio. How you doing? I'm doing good. Awesome. Um, well, first I wanted to say, you know, um, the boxing fans, we know, you know, what type of fighter you are, and, and, and most of us do realize that you're way better and than, than what your record is reflecting. And, and um, I personally just want to let you know that I'm a huge fan of yours. Um, Thank and, you. And thanks for hanging in there with us. At, at least you do know that the fans are rooting for you and behind you. But... Um, Oh, the first question I wanted to ask you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first question I wanted to ask you was about um, what weight you wanted to stay at right now. You know what, um, are you I, moving I, up? Or you... you know, I did. I, you know, I haven't. Uh, I only fought. I think Soto Caraza 147 was my last fight, and I felt pretty good. You know. Um, the fight before that, I think, was at 146 or something. But you know what? I uh, I haven't really given myself a good shot at 147. I mean, uh, this fight was a long mm-hmm. layoff and going with Adam Ali at 147. But, I, you know, I didn't feel him much stronger than me, pushing me around in there too much. I feel actually comfortable in there, even though it was a long layoff. So uh, I still want to give it a shot, you know. I still feel uh, I can do 100 times better than that. I think uh, if I can right. get a fight uh, early next year, I think I can really prove myself and do a whole lot better. I mean, I also, you know, uh, before that, a week before that fight, I, I got sick, and I was sick throughout the whole camp. So there was a lot of that at play that didn't help me out in the ring, you know, and, and with the long layout. Everything just, you know, wasn't 100%. But uh, but I still right. thought I did enough to win, whether by a round or two, you know. So I want to give the world player still another shot. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I think, you know, as long as you're a little bit more active, longer than a year, that should work out well for you, you know, especially with, you know, there's still a lot of, yeah. And there's a lot of. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to do that. Saddam Ali's weight, you know, they're not like the heavier uh, welterweights. So, you know, there are some that are smaller that, you know, you would fit right in the mix with that you Definitely could be competitive with. Um, okay, so my only my other question that I wanted to ask had to do with um, these boxers, comparing different boxers that you fought um, in the past. I was wondering which one did you feel like hit you, hit the hardest? Um, even though I know you're saying that they choose not to exchange, even when you know. But I was wondering which one you felt yeah. or you saw actually well, had the harder. They were all. They all felt uh, a little different, and, and you know what? But the funny part is, I mean, like when I fought Ruslan Provagnol, you know, he hit really hard. I can feel it. Uh, he mm, shot. I mean, if okay. I, I left my ribs open, I felt he would he would crack them. You know, if he if he caught me good. So um, he hit pretty hard. But you know, well, the funny part is, I never I never been been really buzzed by a fighter. The only fighter, which is funny to say, is not even a guy that hits hard, and Maybe because I was caught off guard in the first round, and it was actually Hank Lundgren yeah. that actually uh, they, they gave me a little buzz in the first round with the shot that I didn't see. And it's funny because other than that, a lot of uh, a lot of the fights uh, uh, fighters that I fought, I hit hard, never never really uh, uh, dazed me or buzzed me. Maybe because I know they hit hard, so I'm never trying to exchange and leave myself open. And I guess I was curious right. with Lundy, and the shot just buzzed, just a quick buzz, but it was. It was uh, nothing to really be afraid of. Well, you know what? I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you fight some more. And, I, you know, I don't even want to bring up the past and different fights that kind of pissed myself, me, myself off 
<laughs> when it came to you. So, I mean, yeah. I know it's probably like you get stunned too thinking about some of these fights. So, I, you know, I'm just leaving on that note that I'm like really looking forward to yeah. being able to, oh, okay. you know. Thank you. Yeah, let's look into the future and let's talk about that. I think that'll be uh, some good fights coming up, hopefully. So, can't wait to make more memories in the ring. Okay, Riverside. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay, Rob, what you got? Hey, Mauricio, this is uh, Robert Alexander here with the heavy bag. Um, definitely congratulations on your fight. You know, even though you didn't come out on top, it still was a great show. Um, Thank you. Speaking of, speaking of with that fight being put aside, speaking of the whole experience of last Saturday, um, how big of an experience was it for you to be on such big, uh, such a big undercard like Canelo, and being in Madison Square Garden among a, a sold-out crowd? Uh, you know, it was. You know, I, I, I fought in Puerto Rico. Uh, that was a, that was probably a, you know had a you know nervous when I fought out there. That was a big deal for me. Uh, Madison Square Garden was also a big deal, you know, especially when you read the past and, and the history of the place, you know, you just, you, it just started to get, you know, to get on my head, you know, how big that situation was. But to tell you the truth, when I was in the fight and fighting uh, uh, Saddam, you know, I didn't, uh, uh, I didn't try to let none of those feelings hit me, so I wasn't feeling the whole aura of it until afterwards, you know, after leaving and looking up, you know, because I never like to look up when I'm fighting or, or, or getting them down to the ring, but afterwards when the fight's over, I kind of soak it all in, in it, and it's a big deal, you know, and it feels really good, you know, because you know there's history there, and, and even afterwards, you know, uh, talking to with my family, my wife, and yeah, it's it, it, it's something that never dreamed of, of even going this far, you know, so it, everything is, is just, you know, I, my dream was just to become a pro, and not even knowing where I was going to fight it or who, and uh, fighting now a couple times under Canelo's undercar, you know, everything is just you know, it's been an honor and a blessing, and I'm and I'm happy and appreciative of everything that's, that's happened in my career. You know, even though I I've had some some tough some tough robberies and and up and down in my career, but you know, overall I'm I'm, I'm happy that I that I got to do what I love. Yeah, it's definitely a great opportunity. Um, it was a big card, pay per view type of card, but of course it wasn't on pay per view. It being on this new app and this new program with DAZN. Um, how do how was your experience with handling um the people there? Was it any different than a normal show? Did it feel any different than a normal type of uh, atmosphere there at all? You know, uh it kinda did. You know, uh, I like to say you know about the, the people are friendly out there. Um I love that out there. I didn't get to see too many uh places while I was out there just being busy in hotel mostly my family was all out there, and they got to see uh, all of New York. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a nice arena. It's big. Um, the people there, you know, it's a, it was a good crowd, and, and uh, I'm glad I got to experience it. I mean, I got to fight um, all in Vegas under Canelo undercards. I got to fight in Puerto Rico, and Madison Square Garden. I guess top, you know, tops it too. You know, that's that was a big event. And um, I just feel real proud, and, and it felt real good in there. Uh, almost, almost chills, you know, going and fighting and thinking about what went on in that arena. Right. So let's talk about your plans for the future then. Um, how soon do you want to be back in the ring? You know, I want, uh, I want to be back earlier, early next year. Um, hopefully, anytime, uh, whether uh, April or May. I'm um, hoping to uh, take take more fights this year, you know. I don't want to take any long layers. I don't have too much time to waste. Um, and I think uh, as of right now, you know, that I'm still in, in shape for Saddam, I think I'm going to take advantage and just stay in the gym now and uh, and just work it out. Work it out and try to get as many fights as I can this year or next year, should I say. So is there a plan in place yet? Um, do you guys feel like, do you know kind of how often you want to fight next year? Or you just kind of see what comes your way. Um, yeah, I want to see what comes my way. I mean, uh, depending if they're if, if they're tough fights, you know, I, I may want three, four fights. 
But uh, any of those could be, you know, a big shot, big fight, and it'd be a tough fight, and it may have to get a longer rest, and time goes on really fast, you know. But, yeah, I think I think about three fights uh, will be good, three or four fights. You know, depending if they're small fights or big fights, you know, it'll be more. But, uh, yeah, three or four fights, I think I'm really going to try to pull off. So if the opportunity kind of presented itself, even, even kind of a quick turnaround here, would you want to fight Saddam Ali again um, with the rematch? Do you feel like uh, it was worth the rematch to you? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I would like a rematch, you know. Um, I think the second time around, it would be a whole lot better. <clears throat> and um, he will too, I'm sure. You know, we both had our layoff. And um, I think it'll be a more, it'll be more better fight than the first one. I didn't think there was so much action in this one. I think if we fight again, I think it'd be a better fight. Yeah, because one of the things that kind of surprised me was his style more. He was boxing more, but he was fighting off the back foot a lot. And usually it, it makes for a closer fight, but the judges kind of scored it, you know, for a wider margin for him. Um, why do you think that yeah. they, they felt that way? Um, because, you know, I definitely felt it was a closer fight. Possibly you even may have won that fight, you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, Saddam, after the fight, told me himself, hey, man, sorry, but I know this fight was a lot closer than what they had it. And and then he shook my hand, and we got out of the ring. So I knew even he knew that uh, that the judges uh, didn't have it right. Um, and, I, and I don't know why. I mean, the, even the stats didn't seem too – that were right on there. You know, the, the, the amount of punches thrown and all that, uh, none of that was accurate. I mean, uh, my face came out pretty clean in that fight, and – and I remember making Saddam miss almost uh, everything he threw at me. Uh, I don't remember getting hit too many times. Um, so I don't know if the judges were just counting, you know, arm shots because I know my my arms were all bruised up. I know he hit a lot, a lot in the shoulders and my arms. Um, but I did make him miss a, a, an awful lot. So I don't know what was going on with those judges or what they were seeing. Um, but hey, it's happened to me before, and I I know it was a close fight. Uh-huh. I don't like to just. I didn't want to complain and scream about robbery because I know it was close. But I did feel like I I had a round or two above him just from making a miss. And each round, I think we're both trying to steal each round, even if it was by a punch or two, you know. Because I don't know if maybe his his layoff or being uh, what he went through with Mongia was kind of a, a little hesitant on his part um, to uh, exchange with me. So I think he was just trying to play it safe. A little bit. I mean, I was being aggressive. So I was taking a little more risk. But I think we're each trying to edge out each round by a little. So uh, uh, by a punch, two, two or three punches a round could have won the round, you know? Yeah, and and I honestly did feel that way about Ali. Um, I felt like he was not as willing to engage anymore, which is a dangerous thing for a fighter in the ring, um, especially considering what happened to him in his last fight. With that being said, I also felt like later in the fight, you you actually were hitting him harder and with more powerful shots. So I think, you know, in, in the next fight, uh, I think you would be able to get to him earlier. So, yeah, I really did feel like um, a rematch would be to your advantage. But if, if the rematch doesn't come, because you know how, how boxing politics and everything are, um, what name yeah. or names out there would you be willing to fight or would you be looking for? You know, I've, I've always pushed for, like, the big names. I was in a, such a long layoff. I've been wanting a big fight. A lot of fights would not be able to be made. I was asking for whatever they can get me, you know. And it's tough to make fights. And, you know, with, with uh, being, you know, like Keith Thurman and all that other side over there, I don't know how that, what's going on with that. It's, we can't even make a fight with anybody, you know, without him. And so I'm just pushing for anything big, you know, and um, any name. And, and that's part of the reason why it was a long layoff. You know, I was trying to get, you know, any big fight, and Saddam was the closest thing they can get to me at the time. But uh, I'll be pushing for the same thing, I mean, with Golden Boy. And they, they know that, you know, that that's all I want is, is the toughest fight they can find me, uh, no matter who it was, you know. From the beginning of my career, with uh, when I was first time my first promoter with with Thompson Promotions, that that was my thing from the beginning. I don't care. Give me the toughest fight. I'm gonna go at it with everybody, and it and it brought me to you know to where I'm at now. I mean, I've 
when I find when I sign with Golden Boy, same thing. Hey, give me all the toughest fights. You know, I don't care who just just give them to me. I don't want these. I don't want no tune ups. I don't want anything. So I, you never see me in a really tune up fight. You know, I'm just taking fights after fights because um, uh, I just feel like um, the, the big fights is what gets me going, gets me up, and gets me training. You know, and um, I just gotta push for the same thing um, next year. You know, just give me the fights they can make. You know, I, I can call any name out, and and and, and but who's I'm not sure if they could even make it. You know, so I just push whatever they can make. You know, and I'm willing to fight anybody. Uh, and now at 147, uh, I really feel that uh, I think the next fight I'll feel more settled in. I'll feel 100. Um, percent I'll be active now, training and and waiting for for anybody who needs to fight. I'll be right there. Yeah, um, I definitely could see you fighting Keith Thurman, especially with the long layoffs that he's had. Um, he's going to have to stay active uh, to be relevant, so I definitely could see that. Um, the fight I most want to see, though, and, and you know, it might be later on, um, later on for you, but I really want to see a rematch between you and Danny Garcia because I want to see you be able to right that wrong. Um, everybody fought oh, won that fight in his hometown. So I uh, definitely wish you would get another shot or another crack at Danny. Because I honestly don't – I believe he's the same fighter. I don't really believe that he's changed or gotten any better since that fight. Yeah, you're right about that. I uh, I believe the same thing. Danny has mm-hmm. fought in the same in every fight. And if you notice, in every fight, it's a close fight with him, too. Um, I don't think he's changed anything. So uh, that's one fight I would really love to have. I know his dad would not want, does not want anything to do with me. I know they would, uh, right after that fight, they just didn't, didn't want to mention me. They almost wanted to just forget about me. But I feel that uh, in the future, I think that fight can possibly be made. Um, of course, they would think, okay, now, I mean, you know, he's a little older. He's done. We can get him now. But. Even then, I still feel uh, Danny's not too hard to figure out, and I think my style will give him problems no matter when, when they'll ever choose to play. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, another fight I would like to uh, to see a rematch on with Hank Lundy. It seemed like uh, there was a little bit of beef there between him and Hank and uh, a little bit of smack talk in the beginning there. Um, so I would yeah. I would like to see that fight. It didn't really get going all the way before it ended uh, yeah. due to the cuts and everything. So I'd definitely like to see yeah. that again. It was it, it was action packed for the little while it lasted. Yeah, yeah, it was another fight that oh man, that was the worst night. You know, it was a it was a, it was a good arena. It was a sports arena. It was going to get shut down. I wanted to leave a good memorable fight, and, and it just started off all bad with headbutts and and. Before it got going, it got stopped, and and yeah, that's another fight that I that I do want that I do want to fight. There's so many fights that I want to you know get back at, um, uh, but you know it's all with time. Uh, uh, I do want that Danny rematch. I would fight Lundy again. Um, there's a lot of fights. Hey, we can get three fights a year and get all those fights. If if that were to happen, I I swear I would take them. Uh, Rob, was that uh, your last question? Go ahead. Um, yeah, no, that was all the questions that I had. Um, definitely appreciate the time and, and going over your career with us. Um, it's been a great career and everything, and we definitely look forward to seeing, you know, seeing it all come to fruition. So I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. All right. Javi, uh, did you have any questions for Mauricio? Yeah, first I wanted to say uh, hi to Mauricio. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How you doing? Man, I've been, I've been a fan of yours for uh, for a few time now, and uh, I I agree with you when you say that you know your career has been nothing but tough fights and a lot of bad decisions. So basically, I I just I was there in MSG on Saturday, by the way. I saw you winning. I don't know what the judges saw. It. I wasn't as close as the judges, but I saw you winning. By at least one round, by at least it was a close fight. I'll I'll, I'll give everybody that, but definitely uh, you outbox him. You put the pressure. You had the, the the ring generalship. Honestly, I'm sick of these decisions by these judges, and especially when it comes to you because 
just like you said before, and I agree with my uh, colleague Bob, Danny Garcia was never the same after you gave that blueprint. And after you gave that blueprint with Ruslan uh, Probanikov, it happened the same thing. So, listen, man. I, I, oh, thank you. I, I've been in the ring before, man. Your style is, is, is you know, there's that, a reason why they call you maestro. And you have these crazy skills. And, you know, probably you wasn't blessed with power, but you definitely make these boys look bad. And, and you come to the best, you the, the, like the underdog that they, they, they don't want to see you win or something. I don't know. I'm sick of these decisions, by the way. And I was there, man. You, you live yeah, I'll take you. Yeah, the, the, the same here. They don't, you got it that right. They don't want to see me win. And they, they think I'm going to go away. But I, I'm still here to, uh, Make you guys miserable, and and, and I guess they should have named me the, the dream killer because um, I'm after anybody <laughs> who who thinks they're on top. So I'm gonna make it hard for anybody, and they're they're, they're gonna avoid me uh, just due to my style. But um, they're they're not they're not gonna convince me to back down. I think that's what they uh, I almost feel like that's what they want to do. But I keep coming in and and keep keep giving them trouble and keep and keep them frustrated. That's what I do. And, and, and little by little, I feel I'll, I'll start getting avoided. You see? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and you know, I I believe also um, if, if there should be a rematch in any of your past um, opponents, definitely number one should be Danny Garcia because you definitely that boy was never the same. And I think they owe you that. They owe you that because that was clearly a robbery. The other fights that were close that you didn't get the the, the best decision. They were really close, but that fight wasn't close yeah. at all. You outboxed that, that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. thank you. Yeah, that, that's true. I, and I do hope we get that fight uh, soon. Um, I, I know that uh, I have a contract with Golden Boy in, in, in January, so we're going to talk over and, and see what we can do. If they want me to stay with them or if they want me to go somewhere else, I'll, I'll figure it out by then. All right. So, so Maurice, let me ask you something. Uh if, yeah. if I know you, you, like you said, you're trying to settle in at 147, and you know you're, you're definitely your skills are there, everything is there. Uh, you're knowing yourself, like you say, you know you you you, you don't have that one knockout punch power. Uh, are were you think about uh, going back to 140 just to see if if you know you can have that advantage, or or you 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 like to stay at 147? Uh, you know what? I, I'd like to try 147, but you know, at the same time, I'm gonna try to be active by next year, so I feel um, my weight should be good. Maybe I I will take a fight at 140. Um, I didn't take a 140 fight because of my layoff, long layoff. So 147. Um, I thought I could never go back to 140 because of the layoff. I just felt it was hard. But this fight, I came in at 146. So I think if I just stay active and keep my weight managed pretty good, I think. I can't fight another fight at 140, at 140, you know, because naturally I, I can go up pretty high, you know. Uh, but if I just stay act, uh, active in the gym, I can maintain my weight good and, and get a fight and get a fight offered early next year. I, I'll take one at 140 if, if the right fight comes. All right, that, that's that's good to know. And Mauricio, like I said, man, I, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I saw. And I, I know you've been fighting guys like Mike Alvarado, Kareem Mayfield, Mike Dallas, uh, Paolo Cesar Cano, Hank Lundy. Man, your, your career is solid. You know, your, your, your resume is, is solid. And I think instead of eight, eight losses, you should have, like, only five, you know, mostly six. But, uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I think I fought, like, seven defeated goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you you definitely come to spoil okay. the party, and I love that about you. You know, because I, I you like the undertone. <laughs> yeah, that's but, right. You know that you just like there's a whole event. It's like you didn't get the memo. Like you, you didn't get the knowing that you know like. Yeah, they, exactly. They yeah, yeah. Literally, you can't call me the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Right. I think it was for me. It was <laughs> a blessing. Literally. It was a blessing for me being there, being able to watch you um fight live, man. Cause, uh, I, I live in New York. I'm in New York, and and I was like, I need to see this guy. You know, like I was telling my my colleagues in here way before the the fights on Saturday. I was like, I, the the undercard is pretty solid. I'm not really a fan of Canelo. I just happened to be there because I I'm living in New York and everything. But I definitely you was one of the main reasons why I went there to 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 the to the fight on Saturday. 
Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. And then, uh, hey, we, we spoil like always. So we, we spoil the house. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> so I love it. <laughs> yeah, Maurice, and, and that's that's why I can relate to you, man. And I respect you for that because you know you. I I, I was watching your interview and, and the way you speak and the, the the things that you were saying. You know, you you keeping a positive mind and you're going through all these bullshit because it's definitely bullshit what they're doing to you. And I tell you why, brother. You yeah. keep on pushing. You keep on spoiling the party. You keep on ruining the whole plans. And I'm telling you, man, one day they're not gonna deny you, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna see you, man. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna yeah. see you doing great things, man. I wish you nothing but the best. Happy <laughs> yeah, you, holidays. You're damn right. I'm gonna keep spoiling the party, like you said. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I'll be able to watch you doing that, man. <laughs> man I appreciate it. It's a kind word. No problem, man. If you couldn't tell, Javi's a fan. <laughs> no. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you, guys. Um, I was pretty excited. I was pretty, I told my lady, like, yo, I'm going to talk to one of the boxers that I, I've been watching for a long time. I, I love this guy. I can relate to this guy because, you know, like, he, he, he's been through so much shit. And <laughs> this guy, definitely, his style, his style is, is pretty solid. You know, he has the skills. He, he's not really blessed. And, and he, if he's not winning, he's definitely uh, showing this boy, exposing these people, this, this so-called, um, prospects and contenders, you know what I'm saying? And and like I told, yeah. like Robin said, uh, Provanikov was never the same. He gave up the blueprint. Danny Garcia was never the same. And 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 these are guys that you know that they they, they were world champions, solid guys. Hey, what about Benavides? Oh, yeah, Benavides too. Oh yeah, Benavides, Jose. Yeah. That was a hell of a close of a fight. <laughs> uh, Mauricio. <laughs> We don't want to keep you on here too much longer, um, but I do want to ask you something, um, something we've debated quite a bit, obviously, that all boxing fans do debate. If you had yeah. to, to select a pound-for-pound fighter right now, who would it be? Like the pound-for-pound fighter? Yes, number one, pound-for-pound. Number one, pound-for-pound right now. Oh, wow. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know who I put on top. It's just uh, there's just guys that potentially could be here. So I, I honestly, I, I don't know. I do not know. Okay. And I, I never even really like to even watch a lot of the guys. I, I stick to just watching the old fights. I honestly uh, uh, just still stay set in the old fighters and a lot of uh, these newer fighters uh, or even like the top guys right now. Um, I never really get a chance to really, you know, situate who I think is is better than who and who's pound for pound. So that's a tough question, so I, I wouldn't be able to even answer that. Um, okay. It's just tough because I don't know who who or what who's on its way, who's going. And there's a lot of people that are on their way there, so I don't know who's who's steady on top right now. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I'll let you off the hook on that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> We definitely appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, we wish you all the best in your future. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, you hear from me uh, early next year. And like I said, I want to stay active and stay busy. So I still feel I got a lot in me. Uh, don't be fooled by my age. Um, I can still pull some fights off. So uh, stay tuned. All right. Thank you. And uh, I'm sure we'll have okay. you on again in the future. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you guys. And we thank all of you for your questions. and. And for showing interest in me, and I uh, um, hope we can do big things in it for 2019. All right. Good luck, sir. Okay. All right. <laughs> Enjoy, man. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you guys. All right. All right, guys. It was a great interview here with Mauricio Herrera. Um, I, I am kind of interested because we all haven't really talked about that yet is um, we all saw a close fight, yes, but did you all have Herrera winning? Did you have Saddam winning? It definitely was not what the scorecard shown. Uh, I saw him winning. I saw Herrera winning, and I was telling Tim, because as you guys, you know, I had told you guys, I was there in the arena, and I was telling Tim, I was like, he's winning, and I'm pretty sure we're not going to get a, a, a good decision here, Tim. I, and, you know, like like Marisha said, um, 
he's not blessed with power, so his style is a little. I guess judges don't see those 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 uh, big reactions from his opponents after he landed his punches. So maybe that's why the, he's not getting the benefit of the doubt. I think I don't know, but he was. I think he won. I think he won the fight, and and I believe and it, this is the the third or fourth time he goes through this type of BS decisions. And did Tim back you up with that? Did he also believe Herrera won? Uh, Tim, I would I, honestly I wouldn't recall right now. I don't want to put uh, words in Tim's mouth. I I, I can't recall, but I know the. <laughs> I know for a fact I told him like I was like, listen, this guy is winning, but I'm sure they're gonna give it to the hometown. And and listen, I'm I'm in I'm in New York, but I I I saw what I saw, and and you know, I, for I can I cannot deny a man from his win. He's he's not the first time he's go through this stuff. Style is 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 just I guess is is that way. You know, he he definitely wins, but I guess sometimes the rounds he doesn't win so convincingly. So it takes. It takes okay. uh, much skill to, to, to judge the rounds because, you know, he's not doing much, but he's definitely doing little things, fundamental things in boxing that are winning the fight because he, he was coming forward, he was putting the pressure, he, had, uh, he was making a lead miss, and, you know, it, uh, he was landing his punches uh, as well. He wasn't really uh, throwing a lot of punches, but uh, he, was, he was landing, uh, like, most of his punches. I saw him winning. Wow. Regardless, it was a good fight. It just makes me sad to see such a talented fighter constantly screwed by the judges. Um, the, the good news is it doesn't really seem to phase him anymore. Um, he sounded yeah. accepting of, of his fate, yeah, yeah. and uh, he realizes that he's still going to get fights. I mean, obviously, he just got a, a fight right. uh, Saddam Ali underneath uh, on the undercard there, and it was televised. So he's he's still getting airtime. He's still getting paid. He's still getting decent fights. So. I guess he doesn't really have much to complain about anyway. Um, I mean, it, it obviously hurts your record, which hurts your bottom line, but, yeah. Sorry, what were I just saying? hope he at least gets two big money fights before he retires or whatever, like, because they've done kept him from being a world champion, and, you know, it's like, you know, once you get in that status, you're not getting paid the money that you should be. You know when your when your record is showing and a loss when it really wasn't or whatever. So I just hope he's able to get get some more money fights. You know more money. <laughs> yeah, I mean 2014 was supposed to be his year. I mean he he got screwed out of Garcia and Benavidez all in one year there. And I mean if if he wins those fights, if he actually was awarded as he should have been, he's fighter of the year. I mean you can't compete with that record for that year. You cannot compete with that competition. Mm-hmm. So those two actual that's wins, a, you got to give them 2014 fighter of the year. Not only that, but the, the thing is, like, um, they robbed him from, from, from a world championship belt. And, and, and how many opportunities yeah. come with that? You know, so you're not only robbing yeah. the man from a fight. You rob him from the, all the opportunities that come after the win of that fight. And, you know, God oh. only knows all, all of those um, opportunities that he could have got. And then not so. So when you're doing that to a man, you know, and, and the fact that that's it's not breaking him down mentally, emotionally, man, nothing but respect for this guy. I I, I was a fan uh, before the call. Now I'm like a fanatic, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm, but you know, you know what I'm saying? I, I can totally relate to this guy, man. He's he's been through some some stuff, especially in, in this career in boxing. Yeah, Javi, especially when uh, what I like about him is the fact that he'll get in there with anybody. I mean, he meant that shit when he said, oh, I mean, I'll take any fight, you know, because you know, you know I've been in there with a Hank London, you know, a, a yeah. tall-ass grin of that. You know, like, it's like any type of fighter he'll get in there with. Like, he, he ain't scared. So that's yeah. what I like about him. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, I mean, he's, he has this type of style that's going to be hard for anybody. Um, I, yeah. I, Strongly believe yeah. that. I mean, his his style is just uh, confusing for others. But um, a little bit further, I mean, obviously uh, Kevin Farmer won as well, um, impressively. So I'm uh, looking forward to seeing him in his next fights. Um, Canelo, uh, we got. I, I realize that this is going to be more of a talking point. So I, I don't mean to mull over Farmer, but I mean, uh, let, let's face it. He did what he was supposed to do. He won. It was. That was a great fight. 
Speak on it. Like that? I, I didn't like him promoting in, in in a couple of rounds. When he started showing off a little, I I don't like that when boxers do all that unnecessary <laughs> stuff. But. Uh, yeah, but you know, a, a, a few things, though. A few things. This sets him up nicely in the division. He did what he's supposed to do, but he was extremely active, very much so. So I rate this this victory as high as Tank did because Tank is not very active at all. Tank is not very active at all, and I can go on a rant about that. But Farmer just fought two months ago. What, two months ago? And he's planning on fighting already. His next fight is coming up again in March. So he's he's staying active. So he's what Tank should be in the division. So Tank, if you're listening, get ready, boy. Get ready and look out because Farmer's going <laughs> to knock your head off. <laughs> I like Farmer, yeah. and I hope to see that fight. I do. I hope to see that fight. Um, we know that Tank uh, recently yesterday, I think it was announced that he's uh, going to be fighting Abner Morris, um, which I'm sure will be an amazing fight as well. Um, but I do see Tank currently at least winning that one, but that's for a future discussion. Right. Javi, you sound like you're getting ready to speak on something. I'm sorry. I meant to shout, give a shout-out to Francesca because no, he just didn't lay down for him either. Like, he tried to give him no, some no, work no. back. So I, I like that. Yeah, no, I, I was going to say um, that I at some point before I had Tank, uh, you know, I, I'll give Tank the edge on that fight, but the work ethic by Farmer, I believe now, if they do fight uh, anytime soon, I think Farmer will take that. Just, just, just work. Just, just based on activity, you know, based on him staying sharper and and staying on the gym and doing all this stuff. You know, having a, a better uh, way to manage his career, I guess. That, that's all I wanted to add in. All right. <clears throat> now, guys, Canelo, um, were you impressed? If you were, why? Did you see anything new or any nuances from Canelo? Um, to me, same old Canelo. He's bigger, obviously, he's going to go up and wait. Um, he sat down on his punches a lot more, obviously, than what he would have if he had to fight anybody else. It's actually a threat. And uh, just dug into the body, able to get him out of there really fast. So, um, I've always been a Canelo critic, but I, I'm not a fan of this fight. Um, it's a big letdown. But let's face it, we all weren't expecting like some war either. Um, it, it really sucks because now even though this fight really isn't deserving of that, he can now go up and say, hey, I'm a three-time world champion, and it's laughable. I mean, tell me crazy, guys, but... No, but he may have been the champion, but every one of us probably would have had to Google Rocky Fielding. And if you say you're not, I think I'm going to call you a liar right now. <laughs> so how really, really, how good is that win? You know, how good is that win? Oh, who we gonna let take that one first? I'm, I'm gonna just sit back and chill and see what y'all say first. So, not, not, not that I um like to stir the pot or anything, but I'm gonna stir it. Yeah, like you don't, please. But but I'm gonna stir it. I absolutely love this performance for Canelo Alvarez. I love it. Actually, I love it. Okay, because this is what we need to see in boxing. This is what I want to see in boxing: is these guys absolutely destroy the guys that they're supposed to, and make great fights out of greater fighters, like he did last fight against Triple G. I absolutely love 
this performance from Canelo. And I'm even going to backtrack on that and say I'm no longer interested in seeing shit like Lomachenko did last fight. When you fight a guy that you should take out, take him out. I'm tired of seeing that from these guys. If you want to be considered one of the best pound for pound in the world, hands down, period, take him out. Period. Take him out. Rocky Fielding is a champion, just like Pedraza was. And, and yes, I'm going on a rant. This can be Rob's rant for the week, okay? I'm absolutely sick of it. I'm ready for to see these guys do exactly what Canelo did. I'm so glad he did it. I shed a tear that night because that's what I want to see. I no longer want to see shitty performances from top caliber fighters in the rant, period. I do not want to see that anymore. Canelo, you are the best. Um, 
with with bad that have had badier, bad or shitty performances. So I'm not, yeah, I singled out Lomachenko for the segment, but I'm not just saying Lomachenko either. I'm talking about other fighters that I feel have done shitty performances that are supposed to be the best and don't do what they're supposed to do. And um, and we've seen it throughout the years, and I'm sick of seeing it. I'm just done. I have my wits in. I no longer want to see that. If you come in here and you heavily favored and supposed to knock the guy out, knock him out. Right, right. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I mean, if if Canelo came in and fought, you know, a guy like, uh, I don't know, uh, more of a top guy in the division, uh, Caleb Smith, uh, Gilberto Ramirez, Groves, you know, somebody up there. One of them. I don't care. Jesse Hart, mm-hmm. you know, that that's different. But... I, I honestly think any of the guys I mentioned also would have smoked Rocky Fielding. I mean, it's, I don't. I, you, you you can't compare those two, Robin. I think it's an insult to to Pedraza for doing that. Um, that that's just me personally. But I want to take a deeper look into Canelo. Look, and I know you guys have heard this before. I started, and the reason I got into boxing was bitching. About Canelo. So we're going to take a deeper <laughs> look back, okay? I think, when he I think won, is, when yeah. he won his, when he won his oh, first on, title. I got to hear what Lucas got to say on this. I got to hear what mm-hmm. Lucas got to say for this. All right. Mm-hmm. When, he, when he won his first title, it was against Matthew Hatton. Right. Okay. I'll take that. It was a vacant world title, the 154 WBC title. From on from up there, he went to fight Ryan Rhodes. You can't tell me that's a world class guy. Alfonso Gomez was his next title defense. Say what? An old <laughs> battered down Kermit Centron. Then he yep. actually fights a, 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 an old Shane Mosley. But hey, I, and and Shane was actually coming off of a loss. But I'll at least give him somewhat credit for that one. That was that was okay. Then Jose Lopez jumps up two weight classes to fight him. That was unfair. He go, yeah. He goes Way into a very there. close, what I consider a close fight. I don't know about you guys, but I saw his fight with Trout to actually be a somewhat closely contested fight. That was no one-sided fight. Agreed. That, that was not a one-sided fight. And, look, I like Trout. He's a good boxer. I'm not considering him elite by any means. But he gets he gets dog-walked by Floyd Mayweather Jr. I'll give him the fact that he drained him a couple pounds. But his youth and experience, we all kind of expected that. Um, Alfredo Angulo, I mean, that's even a, a lesser version of Alfredo Angulo. So... Um, and then Laura. Now, guys, I, we're probably split on the Laura fight. I had Laura either ahead or maybe even a draw. I don't know how you all saw that fight, but but it seems no, to me Laura won. Laura won When you see Canelo step up, it seems that he struggles, uh, especially with those type of, of fighters. Now, James Kirkland. I mean, that was, what, a two-year layoff? I don't even know. But he hasn't fought since, and I don't think Kirkland plans to fight again. Um, But I'll I'll give him credit for standing in there and and banging out with the kid. I mean, Miguel Cotto. uh, Miguel Cotto's past was was long behind him. He isn't even – he's an average, slightly above average fighter at 154. At 147, he was great. But honestly, he hasn't really beat anybody at 154. He he even lost to Trout. <clears throat> then we go on to Amir Khan. Oh, don't get even give me. I mean, do I even <laughs> need to say anything else? It's Amir Khan. Um, <laughs> Liam Smith. Okay. Liam Smith. I mean, good overall fighter, but elite, not really. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., aka Punching Bag. Move that up. 
Then he takes on Gennady Golovkin. Now this, I'm going to give him full credit for. He fought one of the monsters. However, I don't really think he won either fight. Now, even if you say this is a draw, you have to give Canelo a round automatically. That means Gennady Golovkin wins the first fight, and maybe the second one's a draw. If not, Gennady Golovkin wins the second fight, too. <laughs> so, I mean, with the, even though it was a close fight, who has Canelo beat, guys? Who has he beat? Y'all can tell me, like, oh, he's, you know, one of the pound-for-pound greatest. I don't see it. You can sell the shit elsewhere. I, I, I'm not buying it, okay? Gennady Golovkin, he competed with Gennady Golovkin. He did. He competed, but he lost. Most, if not 90% of ringside media saw him losing that fight. The judges saw it, but yeah, we all know the judges, as we were talking about earlier with Mauricio Herrera, do not see things the way they are supposed to. The favorite fighter is usually the guy that wins. Now, this is normally Rob's section. That's, that's, I'm going to stole this. This is Rob's rant that I just went on. But <laughs> and then of course now you preached tonight, Lucas. You preached it tonight, okay? You broke uh, it down. I'm just waiting. Are right? you done yet? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now wait a minute, though, Rob. Because it's my turn after. It's my turn after Lucas. Okay, you're right. Okay, go ahead. Lucas. I'm taking a bow right now. No, this is audio, so you can't see it. But I'm taking a bow. I'm done. This <laughs> my my hate for Canelo is now out of me. I feel a little bit better, a little refreshed. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and applaud here. you tonight, Lucas. Yeah, let me Thank tell you, you something. Thank Lucas you. broke that down. He 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 broke it down to what it really is, okay? But now that Lucas has told us about <laughs> Canelo's, you know, his actual competition that he fought, I'm gonna go ahead and back it up to who he hasn't fought. All right, let's go down the list. Danny Jacobs, Billy Joe Saunders, uh, oh, David Lemieux, he's still hanging out there, uh, Demetrius Andrade, um, oh, Jamal Chalo, um, did I miss somebody? <laughs> okay, these but are, let, they're let, all next, <laughs> but they're okay, all Okay, no, next. no, no, hold on, hold on, Rob, hold on, i let you talk, buddy, you my buddy, but you gonna listen tonight. Because you is on the wrong path. <laughs> Listen, you don't get a pass, okay? Boxers in the old days, they didn't get a pass because they just had a hard fight. No, uh-uh, you don't get to just be like, oh, I'm going to give him credit because he just had a hard fight. No, that's first of all. Let's get that straight. That has nothing to do with this fight with Rocky Fielding, okay? And if we really want to look at Canelo and how great of a boxer he is. You know what? He might be up there. He he could be up there, but we never find out. And how you going to skip all of these different boxes that I just mentioned to go up and grab a weight, a, a belt, a title in the super middleweight category, and you done skipped over all these individuals that I mentioned that were right there in your zone. And then think, I'm going to be impressed with it? Who, who impressed with that? <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm, I'm just telling Rob. And then, Rob, you're talking about, oh, that's what I want to see. Oh, really? You want to see somebody who shouldn't have been in the ring in the first place with him uh, get get hit with some body blows, okay, and and, 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 and basically not, not have no boxing skills to be able to formulate an A or B plan. Right, I did say A. He ain't even have A plan. Listen, <laughs> Rob, you done <laughs> lost your mind up in here tonight going with all of this uh, rant and how you tired of seeing boxes. You know what? Taking too long to get people out of there. You know what? This ain't that This ain't that fight. This fight right here was, listen, Canelo saw a gimme opportunity. Oscar set it up for him. He went and got the belt. But and, and that's all gravy. That's good. If you can do that, do it. But don't expect me to be impressed with it, my friend. So I mean, he said it okay. himself. Thank, oh, thank hold on. He said I'm going up. I need my chair. He said I'm going up, getting the belt, and I'm coming back down. That's what he said. He said I'm going up, getting yeah. the belt, coming back down. That's right. Exactly. I mean, he he already Lucas, said. What I'm did you belt. say going into the fight? 
going into the fight, what did you say? Oh, he's in trouble, I think. Rocky could get him. He's big. He's no, bigger no, than no, him. No, He's taller than him. Don't put my words on that. That's what Luki said going into that. I did not say he was in trouble. I said, I said we didn't know enough about Rocky Fielding, but I said if he used his height, he could outbox him like Trout did Cotto. Now, it was a possibility. But I also did it not pick Rocky Fielding to win. <laughs> so so what, what did Canelo <laughs> oh, say, though, in, into the fight? Huh? What did Canelo <laughs> say after the fight? I thought this guy really was going to try to use his range. I really thought he was going to come to fight that way, and that's what I studied for. But, you know, he didn't even do that. Like, so one that. of the things about <laughs> I mean, I watched Kira, one YouTube. I watched one YouTube, and <laughs> one, I said during the, the show, okay. He bends over. He does not use his height. Right. We we knew that, and Canelo obviously didn't watch tape because he would know he doesn't fight. He doesn't fight tall either. But, yeah, but he was just talking shit. But what I'm trying to say is this: mm-hmm. one of the things about me, y'all, one one of the special abilities that I have is to see things into the future that nobody can see. Okay. So Shakira uh, did the rundown of who's next. Andre, Billy Joe Saunders, Charlo, Jacobs, very, very near future. Okay, he knocks them all out. (laughs) I said it here first. He knocks them all out. I see it. I see it coming. And my rebuttal for Lucas is who has he beat every damn body set for the greatest fighter in the world. Okay, Rob. So I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. If you want me to be, hold on a minute, though. If you want me to be impressed with him grabbing that super middleweight belt, how about he go get a belt from Callum Smith, okay? You want me to be impressed with that was last weekend? Just strictly talking about that. This This last weekend. He wasn't available. We talked to Colum. He wasn't available. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. Just like nobody else was available either, like a Charlo Hell, Triple G might not even be available for me. Who knows? Yeah. Listen, all this dodging and stuff, just call him what he is. He's a cash cow, and that's great. I don't have a problem with that. But what you're not going to do is make me – be like, oh my God, he's the best thing since sliced bread, and he's the best. <laughs> he now has a title in another whole weight class. Oh my God, I mean that was amazing. Or oh no, oh no, oh that was so impressive. Like the disowned commentators, I was like, I want to throw up right now because they know this ain't nothing Dead. here but a give me belt. And on top of that. You ain't even fought nobody in your weight class, dog. You skipped like seven people. You could have took your ass and fought that December card night. You could have you could have fought one of them instead of wasting time. And you didn't need no tune up. You didn't need no, no. tune up. What, what was that supposed to be? A tune up? Oh, I, what, what what kind of fight you call that? No, instead he <laughs> went up a oh, weight class I'll and wait. grabbed the belt. After he fought the after he fought the second baddest man. I didn't hear you ask that question, though, Rob. What kind of fight was that? Was that supposed to be competition for him? That that was another challenge to go up and grab a belt in another weight class against a bigger man. That's no challenge. That's what that was. A challenge. A challenge is two people fighting each other in the ring. That's a challenge. Hang on. Hang on now. Lucas. Rob, Javi Lucas, Javi's off there. Rob, let let me ask you something else, okay? You said before he's gonna go up and knock, he's gonna knock Jacobs like he's he's next. He's knocking him out. Who's he knocked out that that makes you think this is gonna happen? Kirkland. (laughs) You're pairing Kirkland. Here you go. I sure am. You're comparing Kirkland. You're saying Kirkland's on Jacobs' level. Power wise, yeah, I don't. I believe power wise, well, power wise, skill wise, no. But chin wise, he but got that's knocked all out that by that's, that's all Canelo has to worry about is somebody Look. who had who can match him in power at this at this level. And Triple G is the only man that can do that. Nobody else can. I think he's on another level. 
he's reached he's reached the peak of his career now. He's not even past that. He's actually at his peak, and he's gonna start knocking these guys out. Like like. Look well, that's all it is. It's a thought. It's a thought because we ain't seen him fight yet to be able to it's really coming. give him that superstar status as far as anything but being able to have a bunch of you know people watch him, fans to spend money to watch him. But we haven't. Unfortunately, hey, if he is that, you know I'm the first one to be on board and be like, yeah, he did that shit. Right now, <laughs> we can't get there. We don't even know who is number one in, 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 in the middleweight division at this point because nobody's fighting anybody, right. to be honest. I got to agree with you there. Um, but we, we've actually gone over a little bit. Guys, it was a great show. I want to thank everybody for coming on, especially our special guest, El Maestro Mauricio Herrera. Uh, thank you all, and uh, Join us again on the next Tough Talk next Thursday. I love y'all. Pacific. <laughs> I love you. Pacific. 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you guys all have a good night. This is the show that has hosted everyone from Sugar Ray Leonard to Keith One-Time Thurman. This is Tough Talk Tonight, brought to you by Heavy Bang Boxing.